Richard Rose speaking. Welcome to another podcast. The song you've just heard is Running Wild, as rendered by the great Duke Ellington Band on a 1930 recording. It's the theme song of my podcast, Running Wild with Richard. As an award-winning author, I've let my imagination run wild to create the plots of my short stories, novels, and screenplays. Hey, and if you've got some goal that you want to achieve, give it a try, and I'll bet you can get the job done as well. My previous three cliché hell blogs and podcasts where I lampooned overused irks and words and phrases were so well received that a cliché hell four was inevitable. So, here we go again. Literally. This is used two ways, both unnecessarily, in my opinion. One way is in a literal manner. For example, I was literally amazed at the results. I would prefer using really, or just no adverb at all. Just saying, I was amazed at the results, is enough. The other way is to emphasize a strong feeling, such as I uh, I was literally blown away by the results, which brings me to another irritating phrase, blown away. <laughs> You know, I I addressed this in cliché hell, too, where I wish that anyone using this would be well out of range of my eardrums. (laughs) When push comes to shove. Literally, uh, that word again. (laughs) Literally, it means committing to an action or decision. For example, when push comes to shove, I agreed with the verdict. I have a problem with this. It implies weakness and indecision. Just say, I agreed with the verdict period. The bottom line is, boy, now this is used ad nauseum by people to provide a brief summation of what they have said. Now for a change, why not say, to sum up, or nothing at all, if you've already made what you said perfectly clear. The bottom line is, I'm sick and tired of hearing (laughs) the bottom line is. The chickens have come home to roost. As the previous cliché hells, let's imagine how the comedy team of Abbott and Costello of Who's On First Fame might have handled this. Helping me out with this as he did with cliché hell three is my friend, actor, vocalist, and broadcaster, Lou Rigani. Hello, Lou. Hello from Kenosha, Richard. Yeah, well, uh, just want to let my audience know that you are in Kenosha and I'm in Chicago, so... We'll have to do the best we can with this over the phone. Are you in voice, Lou? I lubricated it just a while ago. <laughs> and a couple of tablespoons of olive oil and uh, half a pound of walnuts. As before, you take on the role of Abbott and I'll give Costello a tray. Okay, you lead off with Abbott. Don't worry, Costello. We'll find some way to pay the landlord. No, we won't, Abbott. The chickens have come home to roost. Chickens. What do you mean, what chickens? Any chickens? They can't be just any chickens. Be specific. Well, how, how do I know what chickens? Is, is that important? Of course it is. Let me put it this way. Where were the chickens before they came home? Would it make you happy if I said they were in Kokomo, Indiana? Well, now we're getting somewhere. And you said they came home to roost. That's correct? right. That's right. Then where is their home? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Um, home on the range? No, no, no. That's a song. I'll give you a hint. It has to be on some farm. 
Some farm, some farm. Oh, I know, old McDonald's. He has a farm, doesn't he? Yes, but that's a song, too. Now, think hard, Costello. What farm? I am thinking hard, Abbott doesn't see them. Oh, it just came to me. My Uncle Goofus. He has a farm in Goochburg, Goochburg, Ohio. I go there a lot to help him out. Goochburg. Goochburg is bad enough, but Ohio? There's no such place as Ohio. How do you spell it? Capital O-H-10. That's Ohio, stupid. But at least we know where the chickens roost. How many does he have? He has a lot of chickens. 1,999 lay eggs. The other one. Well, he is head man. With 999 female chickens to service. How does that work? We spike his food with a libido booster. I'm sorry I asked. What else does your uncle raise on the farm? Horses. But, but do you know something? We found out that the black horses eat more than the white horses. The black horses eat more than the white ones. That's right. Uh, the black ones eat more. That's ridiculous, Costello. How can the black ones eat more? Well, we couldn't figure out any way except that he has more of the black horses. Your Uncle Goofus must have flunked kindergarten. How about hogs? Your uncle raises hogs, doesn't he? Oh, sure. He buys the hogs in the spring and he sells them in the fall. What does he buy them for in the spring? Eighty dollars a hog. Does he sell them for in the fall? Eighty dollars a hog. You're telling me he buys them in the spring for eighty dollars a hog, and he sells them in the fall for eighty dollars a hog. He can't make any money that way. No, he found that out. Look, Costello, what your uncle Goofus needs is a manager. If he doesn't want to go broke. <laughs> you're right, Abbott. Uh, hey, you're a smart guy. Why don't you apply for the job? For once, you've got a good idea, but I'll need someone to show me around. You can count on me for that, Abbott. Where will I meet you? Let's see. How about we meet at the pig pen? Oh, but be sure to wear your hat, Costello. Wear my hat? Why, may I ask, should I wear my hat? <laughs> so I'll know you, stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so like the corn in Uncle Goofus's crib, this was strictly off the cob. <laughs> but at least it gave Straight Man Abbott a chance to deliver a punchline, Lou. Which he never did on the movies or on radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but he was still hilarious. <laughs> well, thanks for helping me out with this, Lou. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for giving me a punchline. Okay. <laughs> All for now. And remember to uh, check out my other blogs and podcasts on my website, www.richardroseauthor.com Have a great day, and remember to let your imagination run wild!